This is Channel 253. In this episode of What Say You? White supremacy has you believing the effects of the either or. Nothing more. It's not a both and yep, world. Yep, yep, It's not a both and world. White supremacy is not a both and world. And it is a very individual world. Yes. So you are not thinking in the collective. Did you know Channel 253 is member supported? I'm producer Doug Mackey, and I hope you will show your support by going to channel253.com slash membership and join. Thank you. What say you? Real sisters. Real talk. What say you? Down-to-earth conversations between sisters about life, work, family, and the pursuit of an anti-racist community. Hi, I'm Audrey. And I'm Melanie. What What say say you? Hey, sister. Hey, sister. Sister, sister, sister. sister. Hey, sister. Hey. How are you, girl? Girl, I'm so good. It's good to see your face once again. And listeners, I'm reading my sister's shirt in front of me that says, I won't be quiet so you can be comfortable. Yes. So you came out the house with a statement today. I did. Mm -hmm. I did. What's that about? Well, you know, since we've... um, Last been on the mic, I've been seeing some of some of this tomfoolery that's been going on. <laughs> tomfoolery. Yeah, yeah, that's an old term right I there. Know. I don't know where I got that one from. You drug it up. I did, uh-huh. I did. But there's just so much. Uh, everybody got an opinion and a perspective, and everybody talking about they rights to this and they rights to that. And I'm like, Shut okay, up. come on now. Come Shut on now. Shut up. Right? There are, and what's the one that is really, really resonating with me and not in a good way is this whole thing about people who don't want to get the vaccine. It's their right. They they don't have to do it. And then they mad because now some employers and some schools are requiring their employees or their students to have vaccines, so those people that don't want to get it because it's they right, they all mad and protesting. And I'm like, okay, in my mind, in my mind, yes, we all have rights, some God-given rights we have. With that said, when we choose to do something, to exercise a right in a certain way, then we have to understand that some of our privileges will be gone. All right, girl. I'm fine. You ask me why I'm wearing this shirt. Don't be sitting up here looking at me cross-eyed like I'm going on and on because I was. Okay, I'm doing good. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, this is a check-in. How are you? You just went straight, straight to it. I did. But you know what? that's I'm gonna... why I'm wearing this shirt. I know. I know. Are you just going to go straight in and I don't mind it, but I did want to say hi first. Hi. Hi, girl. And Jaylene is here. Hey, y'all. With, hey, girl. Hey. Hi, girl. Hi, Hi how my niece. Doing? My niece. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, girl, let me tell you something. Jaylene had on lashes before we oh came in God, here. Oh, my God. Here we go. We, well, she had we lashes go. on before we came we were at a wedding. in here. We, like, no, that's in not, the that's not true. What happened to them? 
She took we were in a wedding. Off. We were in a wedding, no. and right after the wedding, I took them off. So I still you have did. mine on. Oh, I did. that's so sweet. Cause you know how I feel about yes, those I lashes. Do. I'm just saying, I'm being a little messy. She just had the lashes on be- and took them off because she knew that she was gonna see you, and then you were gonna oh, see something. Oh, that's so sweet. Uh, whatever. Okay, She's still anyways. wearing them. That's okay. No, I'm not. At least look. If oh, they're nothing, the glue on kind. If nothing else. At mm-hmm. least she has a, a heightened sense of awareness about them. About the lashes. Yeah, she Nothing went to strips. Else. Mm-hmm. She She's stripping. What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> Wait no. a minute. How we go from lashes to stripping? <laughs> no, no. I said she was wearing strip lashes. Oh, not oh, oh so crazy. Auntie. Thank you, God. Yes, you auntie. are crazy. I thought we were going to do a different show now. No, no. Oh, no we're going to stay on the same show. Okay. Um, But I do want to give a shout out since today is whatever the day is. It's the day that Julie Anderson, our Pierce County auditor, got married today. Oh. So I just want to do a shout out to Julie and Dave for a beautiful wedding. And I was an officiant. Um, what? <laughs> an officiant. Like I helped with the ceremony. Is it legal? <laughs> yes, it's legal. Well, you was helping. That's why I'm asking. Okay, wait, wait a minute now. Just because, what are you trying to say? Nothing. Okay. You go, girl. It's legal. Congratulations, Julian, Dave. Dave. Yes, yes, yes. Love is grand. They're such a joyful couple. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just love their spirit. So I was happy to be invited to, um, you know, move things along. And I got a chance to tell the story of how I met Julie. I know this kind of side, but still I want my friends to know this. And it was several years ago at an exchange club meeting. You remember I used to be part of this Mm -hmm. exchange club. And we had just voted on the um, board of directors that we weren't going to have any politicians come and speak to us in the morning anymore um, because it was just getting too much. And so I happened to be late this day for this particular meeting. And I got there and Julie was running for city council or something, and she was up there making her speech. And then I came in. I'm like, what the What's she doing here? Politician. Politician. Mm-hmm. Damn it. I thought we just voted not to have a politician up in here. And so at the end of her speech, and she says, are there any questions, right? And so I raised my hand oh, up. Oh, dear. And I'm looking her dead in the eye, and I'm like, yes. I would like to know what your outreach strategy is for the black community. Oh, hell. I went straight there. Yes, mm. I did. I want to know what your outreach strategy is for the black community, right? Oh and I'm God. just looking at Poor her. Julie. And she did not miss a beat. Okay. She says, well, I don't have a strategy, and I know that I need a strategy. And so thank you for asking me about this, and I'm wondering, can we, you know, can we chat about it? I know this is important. I mean, you know, she was— it was a very sincere genuine. and genuine, mm-hmm. and I'm saying in my head the whole time she's talking, damn it, I didn't want to like you. <laughs> I just, I was trying to find every reason not to like her, but there was no reason not to like her. And so here we are, like, almost 20 years later, and mm. we're still friends. God and bless so, her for liking you, girl. I'd have punched you in your throat. She loved me. I'd have say, sit down somewhere. Where'd she come from? Why you late? Uh- <laughs> 
Yeah, and, that's a good story. But that's though. a beautiful story of friendship, right? And yeah. when you all meet, and and also kind of leading up to what we're going to be talking about eventually, but also stepping across communities and being vulnerable with each other from the very beginning. You know, that's how we heal. That's how we heal a community, not by the divisiveness and all. So just today, I'm pausing to thank my friend Julie Anderson for being my friend and wishing her and her husband, Dave, the best of everything That's cool. in the world. All the joy you can stand. Um, so, okay, back to what you was uh, ranting about, which I agree. This whole Delta variant and round, are we in round two or three mm-hmm. of the seriousness of the coronavirus and... I've been reading uh, different articles, and this ain't nothing but karma, I would say. Some of the loudest, um, what's the people against? Oh, critics. Okay. Critics of COVID, like one dude in Tennessee and another one, I think, somewhere in Texas. The they didn't die. Okay, listen. Well, this dude ain't in dead. No, these, these folks then uh-uh. died. The one talk show host... That was a radio talk show host in Tennessee was like all in, everything in about why the virus is political and not wearing masks and the whole thing. And and now he did. Well, and that, there, there we go. And that's what I've been um, thinking about for these weeks. And whenever I'm reading something or... I'm looking at the news, different news outlets. One thing you have to know is any sane person in this world has to know that there is coronavirus. Mm -hmm. There is a Delta variant. And I know that there are people out there, I'm not going to name any names, but someone... Tell it. No, it's not right because I'm telling this story secondhand. Go and tell it on the mountain. I didn't get permission from the first hand, but when you ever needed permission, child, just spill the tea. Girl, your mama told me this story. Oh, okay. <laughs> Come on now. And mommy knows best. Mm-hmm. I know it's true. <laughs> anyway, mommy had a conversation with a certain person very, very recently. And this certain person is not vaccinated. What are our friends? Will, mm-mm, girl. Okay. Will not get vaccinated and was arguing, I mean, to the, I mean, to the core why they were not going to get vaccinated. And mommy, everything this person was saying, um, Mommy was saying, well, that doesn't make any sense. People say, people say this person is going off of people say or I saw. Well, where did you see this? Or I heard, well, where did you hear it? And there was never any substance around these alleged Conspiracies. Yeah, oh, it was absolutely this person was like 100,000% conspiracy theory. When she was telling me about that, I'm like, okay, I get it to a point. Because we used to be like that. We, we, we were all about the government, not uh, how the government has treated black people in the mm-hmm. past when it comes to uh, these uh, 
medical experiments. If the and government says it's good for you, run. run, Kizzy, run. run. Mm-hmm. And absolutely, that has been the mentality. And I get it. And I still have a piece of that in me. I also feel like I am discerning enough to put together, piece together information from various sources and then make an educated decision for me about what goes in my body. What bothers me about these these straight out conspiracy theory thought process is you are affecting the rest of us. Do you understand? I do. I not only got vaccinated for me to protect my life at the level of protection that was offered, but I also did it for others, including you idiots. Well, that is I the... did it for you. And let me say one more thing, because uh-huh. this is really, I'm really passionate about this. Guess what? People, it is absolutely your right not to get vaccinated. I will concede that. It is absolutely your right. I am not going to argue with you about that and I don't care where you got your information from or disinformation. You can you it is your right to feel, believe and do as you will with this vaccine. What is not your right it, where I take issue with you is to have the expectation that there will be no consequences based on your choices. When you choose, based on your rights, not to get vaccinated, then guess what? Some of your privileges will end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't get vaccinated. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really isn't, <laughs> but if that's what you want to do, don't get vaccinated. Mm. But your privileges will end, such as you want to get employed, an employer is asking, uh, saying that as a uh, requisite for employment that you have to be vaccinated. Don't get mad at that employer. Mm-hmm. It ain't your right to have that job. No, I got you. I'll let, and, and guess what? I got one more thing, and then I'm going to let you girl. talk, girl, because I've been thinking about it. I got to say it while I'm thinking of it. Okay, so you got all these people up in arms about the employers shouldn't be uh, requiring vaccinations and um, the schools shouldn't be requiring masks and vaccinations and all that. Okay, I'm going to use the employer example. Anybody out there ever filled out a job application? Yeah. Have you filled out a job application before, Mel? Not lately, but I have. Jaylene, you 14 yes, years ma'am. old. I have. I know you filled out one. Mm-hmm. Where was it at? One. <laughs> Subway. I know. It was one, though. It was, it was one. one. Here's my point. Were there how many questions were on that job application? Too Just many, a, bunch of them. A, a lot, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you okay? Subway, did Subway ask you not not necessarily about COVID, but what did they ask you? Because you know when you work in fast food, you got to have the uh, what's that one shot tetanus and all that mess, yellow fever. I don't know. When you work in in certain industries, there are already certain medical requirements that mm-hmm. you have to meet that are just mm-hmm. basic, certain mm-hmm. shot requirements. 
I remember when I worked at the snack bar on uh, at the Officers Beach Club way back when. I think that was my first job. Mm-hmm. I know I had to go get some shots mm-hmm. if I wanted to work there. Mm-hmm. So, people, you don't want to get vaccinated? Fine. Mm-hmm. Exercise your right not to do so. Mm-hmm. But guess what? I'm going to ask you to shut the hell up about your privileges that you lose. Because that, yeah. that goes hand in hand. Yeah, it's not Go a Go ahead, girl. Well. I'm sorry. I'm channeling grandmommy right now. Okay. I think both of them. Fat meat is greasy. Mm-hmm. That's what this moment is. If You, you, you got to believe it. Fat meat is greasy. And so what I see at this point is the hypocrisy Ooh. of patriotism. Mm. This is the ultimate hypocrisy of patriotism because people have put this into a category as if it were their rights and it like you're saying and it it's our duty and we must um adhere to them but see here's the deal people is that we are a socialized um system and so we've the the patriotism argument is one that gets lost in socialization because for some of us, the idea of patriotism has a whole different meaning mm-hmm. than what it means for you. Yes. And Jaylene and I were just talking about this in the car. Remember when we were going down Point Rustin Way and you saw those red, white, and blue? Mm-hmm. I remember. What did you say? I thought that was a Confederate flag. Yeah, she was looking. She saw the red, was white, it? and blues. No, it's those little ribbons, you know, red, oh, the white, ribbons. and blue I, I know which ribbons ones. that uh-huh. hang outside. And she thought, Granta, is that the Confederate flag? And I said, no, that's red, white, and blue. But you know what? The lines are blurred these days. Because when I see the red, white, and blue American flag, sometimes it's hard for me to get the image of the Confederate flag Mm -hmm. out of my mind. It's like all blurred blurred together. together. And Mm -hmm. I believe that that has been the intention of this particular movement and now vaccines and everything else has become political politicized politicized that can't even get my words out right so so the way that i feel about it now i'm going to take it back to god where he said um with the original outbreak I'm saying, remember we said it before, God says, sit down, you know, with the— Be still. Sit down and be still. We're going to just shut the whole world down. Yep, y'all doing too much. And then you get a chance to see what's really going on. Mm -hmm. You know, what what is happening? And if nothing else, we got a chance to see the disparities that exist around us Mm -hmm. between— I mean, the stark disparities between— um, black and brown people or non-white people mm-hmm. and white people mm-hmm. it, it, to a degree that you can't even ignore it. And so if you want to get us distracted about the reality, so the the, the virus has pulled the rock back, right? And yes. we can see everything. The virus has shed light all on everything. All the spiders everything. and all the bugs that was underneath yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And then you got to sit down and you can't go nowhere. Yep. So now they're all around you. Yep. It's coming at you. You got to see what you see so you can take some defensive measures or offensive measures. And so what what would, quote, the opposition do if they see you gaining ground is you got to do something to distract. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so if you make this virus political, then everybody goes to their corners 
and you get distracted from what actually is. What's going on. What, what's really going on. And, and Go ahead. I'm sorry. And it, it you make a great point if you make it political, which is exactly what happened. Exactly what happened. And so now, to your point, it's not even what happened to there is a virus. There is factual data behind that. We are mired in, in the beginning. We were mired in the numbers of where and how it was growing and how many people were in the hospital and such and such and such. There was the big push to get vaccinated, and then it all became political. And so then people start retreating to their individual corners, not focused on the life and death anymore, as people are dying daily, now focused on my rights as a Republican, my rights as a Democrat, my rights as a GDI, which I am goddamn independent, but everybody starts focusing on something other than there is death out there and there is a vaccine for it. Mm-hmm. No, but Two that person and three. That person that used to be president was the one that that really orchestrated. He, oh, it was on purpose, it was perfect, and on purpose. And guess what? I'm glad you brought brought him up. You glad was, I brought him up? Yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> because I was—isn't that amazing? I know you said it. Because he did orchestrate it. And these people, how many people have died because they bought into that? And how many people are going—continue to die and are going to die because— they still are feeding into that. And let me tell you the biggest hypocrisy here, girl. The governor of Texas. Ooh. Girl, come on now. People, my people out there, you people out there who are exercising your right not to get vaccinated, exercising your right not to wear a mask, mad, Mad at the schools because they want your babies to wear a mask. And I don't get why any parent would be mad because someone was trying to do better for their child. But anyway, this governor of Texas, who, I mean, he done had Texas open up adamant about, you know, um, not wearing no mask, no mask, no mask. His ass done got COVID. Okay. (laughs) But guess what? Guess what? And this is the hypocrisy of it all. And the Trump man had the same thing. They got their shots. Oh, yeah. While they're telling you, don't wear a mask and don't, you know, they was the first you don't have to, to get, get a shot. shot. That they I got was a getting shot. ready Were you to cuss. Say that? Are we going to cuss? I was getting ready to say, you idiots out there. What are you dying for? Not wearing your mask and not getting a shot. And the very same people that are hyping you up to exercise your right not to protect yourself. Those MFs have had their shots all along. All along, they had their shots. They protected theirs and their own. So why in the whole wide world would you listen to them? Mm. They don't care if you die. No. Clearly. But you running up behind them. You in are your running in your dumb ass caucasity. 
You are running up behind the very people that are telling you, don't, it's not real. The virus isn't real. Don't get a shot. Don't wear a mask. And they have protected their own. How mm-hmm. dumb are you not to protect yours, too? Okay, that is a great question. And when we come back from break, I have some thoughts on this whole vaccine and where we've landed now with the Delta variant, where we are now. I got some thoughts okay. on, on what's coming. Ooh, girl, okay. I mm, just believe that karma is working in our favor. I believe you, girl. Yes. Don't go anywhere, listeners. We'll be right back. Hello, friends. This is Marguerite Martin, creator of MoveToTacoma.com and co-founder of Channel 253. It's bad out there, folks. Home prices in Pierce County are up 15% year over year. While it's no secret that the market is hot, you may not know that Tacoma has been the hottest housing market in the country for several years. There is an extreme shortage of homes for buyers to buy. Having a local Tacoma buyer's agent that specializes in the neighborhood and price range you're after can mean the difference between losing or winning the bid on your dream home. If you're looking to sell your current home and find something that meets your needs better, having a neighborhood expert handle your listing will impact how much money you net off of your sale. The right agent to market and sell a home on the West Slope might not be the same person who has the expertise and connections to find you an income generating duplex somewhere else. All agents have specialties, and I know the players for every niche. Best of all, it doesn't cost you anything. Great local agents are happy to pay me a finder's fee if you end up buying or selling, and you can rest easy knowing you're gonna get a great agent who specializes in exactly what you're looking for. If you wanna learn more, visit movetacoma.com and use the contact form. Thanks for listening to Channel 253. Welcome back, listeners. Mm-hmm. I'm Melanie Denise Cunningham, and I'm here with my sister. Audrey Louise. Audrey Louise. She didn't got her panties in a bunch. Right, girl, look, I done worked myself into another hot flash. <laughs> Every single time we come into the studio, I get a hot flash. Oh, yeah. And I've been over those for years. <laughs> I understand. But I do manage to uh, work myself into, into one. Into it. Okay. Right before break. Ooh. And we also got a little bit in the uh, studio. Little hey, Jaylee. I'm a little bit. Hey, little bit. Hi there. How you think we doing so far? Until you are just spitfiring. Okay, it's crazy. Uh-huh. I what, mean, it's good crazy though. Okay. What does what does the young people think about the uh, the virus? And what is your whole life? You'd heard us rant and rave. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you think about it as a Generation um, Zer? So we're officially going back to full time. Mm. Thirty people, thirty one people in the classroom, what? school, uh, masks are mandatory. So I feel like all. Um, Masks are mandatory. Are mandatory. Okay, thank and God. if you don't have your vaccine, like you don't have proof of your vaccine card, mm-hmm. um, then you have to get tested every mm-hmm. like. Ooh, I have randomly. your card in my purse. Did you I know, know that? I needed a okay. Anyway, how they gonna know so, if that's your card or not? I mean, that's a whole nother story. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, go ahead. So I feel like because <laughs> you know Pookie and them can sell them on the corner. I, bet, I know. I can sell them off my porch. Anyway, how do we get here? Uh, anyway, anyways, I'm sorry. <laughs> so um participating is kind of if you want to participate you're going to have to do these things but mindset wise i feel like it has a lot to do with their parents like 
a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to get the vaccine. Oh. Or, I know oh, a lot of people. what parents are thinking. I, I know, you know. You know people mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. who d- like who are strict about it, like mm-hmm. oh that's like gonna like believe stereotypes and mm-hmm. and stuff. So like that. the conspiracy of why the they, conspiracy. They, they believe the go. conspiracy mm-hmm. at your age. Yeah, because it's their yeah. parents. It's, yeah, well, you Whatever know, I've been sitting do. in on some of Jaylene's classes, and, and oh my God. what she's talking about is so true. It's because when they start sharing their feelings and opinions, I forget what class that was that you all were talking about. I think it was English, uh, an English class or something. And one of the the students in the class, you know, they have Zoom and stuff. Yeah. had a Confederate flag and I all remember that. Kind that. Of stuff. Remember mm-hmm. that? I remember that. And the that way one. that the teacher handled it or didn't handle it, and um, but you can tell the parents' influence. Um, but let me let me just tell you what I'm predicting. Yeah, you said before we went to break, you, we you had break. a thought about it. I'm so excited about this. Okay. Okay, so Governor Inslee, just recently, since we've been on the mic last, uh, and for those of you that are not from Washington that are listening to us, uh, Jay Inslee is the Democratic governor here for the state of Washington. And he just issued a mandate that if you are not vaccinated mm-hmm. by a certain date. October, I believe. Mm-hmm. that, And you are a state employee mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or a contractor mm-hmm. of the state, you will be let go. Show did, girl. Your... your mm-hmm. uh, your employment status will terminate. Mm-hmm. So, said another way, you don't have a vaccine or can show proof of vaccine, then you're going to lose your job. Period. Period. So, this is what I'm saying. This has some unintended consequences. Because uh, when I think about it, and I think about the mindsets of the people that are, you know, die hard and holding on. I'm and I'm generalizing here, but to I can rights. only Yeah, generalizing to our rights. The folks that are complaining about our rights with a S. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. our rights. Um Y'all going to have to choose between your livelihood. Mm. Do you really want to stand up for this? I mean, how deep are your rights and your politics that you're going to lose your job behind this Mm -hmm. and you won't be able to feed your family? You know what I say? What? All right, then. All right, then. All righty, then. Do you, hunty. Do you, baby. Do you, baby. Yes. Back to where your rights begin and your privilege ends. And you get just, to have a choice. You, you get a choice. Choose, baby choose. And see, what happens then is, I'm, and again, I'm generalizing, mm-hmm. but these people and their mindset are the ones that watch the Fox News channel mm-hmm. and the con- mm-hmm. cons- all the conspiracy theories and everything, you know, following the, the insurrectionists. Mm-hmm. And there are people I honestly, in my heart, believe. My data might be faulty, but I believe that I'm generalizing well that these are those people. These are. I feel it, too. And so the unintended consequences, or maybe it was the intended consequences. It's God's It's going to be girl. a massive purge. Girl. Girl. I'm ready for the purge. Listen, I believe that you are absolutely correct I believe that this is all part of God's original plan. Mm-hmm. We we didn't believe those people 
didn't believe fat meat was greasy, had the opportunity to be still and listen and and make changes and all of that, and still mm-hmm. they're on the same path. So guess what? And can I just throw this in here? I really, really admire Governor Inslee mm-hmm. as as when I have been looking because when I've been looking at what the governor in Texas had been doing and Governor Inslee is on the opposite end of the spectrum. And when people get mad at him and, you know, those people, but and still he stands firm. He stands firm. And so, too, yeah, it is, it is, it is not our right to work. No. We don't have a God-given right to work. Yeah. You earn that right. Through your, you earn that privilege, I should say, through your work and through who you are and what you do and how you show up and all of that. So guess what? I absolutely think that you are correct. And there mm-hmm. will be a purge. So let's see who you are. Do you, boo? Yeah. However you want to do. And let me let me just get in here with And then the, the right people, let me get uh-huh. let me get, get this in real quick. And then the purge will happen of those people. And then that will create opportunity for the right people. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I've been thinking about you understand? this. I, no, I, I got think you you're right. I got I and I've been thinking about this a little bit deeper too, because as I look at um, you know, the people's gathering, you know, my conference yes. that we teach people how to talk about race, and then we break into our race dialogue rooms. And so we really focus on um community and culture. And so when I think about who's in the white room and the at the people's gathering and I get the feedback out of the white room versus the black room and the Latinx room and the multiracial room, there is, and this is all, you know, quantitative analysis here just off the top of my head, but what happens is there is a strong bond and cultural connection in all the non-white rooms. Yes. Okay. The non-white rooms have a common cultural connection. It is And respect, respect for each culture. Respect for the culture and a bond through the culture. In the white room, there is um, a struggle for the commonality mm. because there is so much difference inside of white people. So much. I mean, just like in, inside of inside of every person. But when you talk about, let's speak of what we know. When we talk about black culture, there are just certain things. Like we could go to a family reunion in Chicago, or we could go somewhere. You know, like I used to recruit in L.A. I didn't know anybody really down there, but I found some black people to socialize with. Yes, you can. We can play dominoes and beat whiz together. Yep. Our food. You know the the things that are at the on the top of the co- cultural iceberg. There is a commonality. Yes. Around our food, around our music, around our dress, around our style, around our vibe. With uh, white people, not so much. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so when we talk about this, I said all of that to say, when we talk about losing your job over the vaccination, Mm -hmm. even if if you are black 
Now, uh, speak for us. You know good and well, mommy and them. Auntie, Uncle Junior, I wish wish you you would. would. You better let me drive you over here and get this damn shot. I'll give you the damn shot myself. I will shoot you myself. Cousin Bebo, he got he got some extras. Ain't murder. We gon' yeah, we gon' we gon' get you gonna get the shot. You gonna get this shot because you going to work. Gonna do is not lose your job. (laughs) Come on now. Say it out loud. You know that's true. And on the other hand, in the white families, they they trying to talk about well, didn't didn't cousin Billy Bob go to the insurrection? He was part of it. You know, we and ain't honey, getting you, we ain't you, getting vaccinated. Okay, this is totally totally stereotypical, but I believe that it's happening somewhere in in white America. Well, honey, you know it is your right not to get that shot, and and it's just wrong. It is just wrong that they're trying to force you to get that. And I will support you any way I can. That is the depth of white supremacy. Do you understand me? That listen listeners, the depths of white supremacy. White supremacy has you believing the effects of the either or. Nothing more. It's not a both and yep, world. Yep, yep. It's not a both and world. White supremacy is not a both and world and it is a very individual yes. world. So you are not thinking in the collective. And this that we're going through right now is collective. Yes. We have Ooh, girl, to come you just together. Broke that down. Did that I? is deep. Okay, yes. yeah. Okay, but I'm just but saying said, that's, that's what, this what is. it is. That's what this is. You have people that are just not capable of thinking in, in the collective. Thinking in the collective. And um, Americanism is all about individualism and capitalism and where where the cultures uh, we're all immigrants mm-hmm. okay but where our african cultures and our latin cultures c- come from our asian cultures that's all family yes our samoan it's, pacific yes. islander people we it, we are about sticking together. We are about loving our family. We're about preserving yes. our culture and then sharing our culture. Yes. Right? Yes. Now, let me tell you this one little story. I just spoke a couple weeks ago for the Daughters of Norway. I don't know if I told you all this, but I spoke for the Daughters of Norway. Okay. They wanted to see the Peace Queen documentary, right? Black Girls, girl they like the Daughters of the Revolution. Da- Please tell da- me no. Yeah, they're... And I, not daughters of the revolution, Good but girl. they might cross over. Okay, I don't know, but this is the daughters of Norway. Okay, and mm. um, mm. and I went to their state convention because they wanted uh, the Peace Queen documentary to be shown, and so I it was in Bremerton, the state convention. So I get in the building, and I think I was the only black person in the building. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. the convention center. And everybody walking around the the Norwegians, they call them. Uh, what do they call them? The 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 ladies. They walking around in their bunads. That's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bunad. You know how they got the apron kind of thing and the long dress and clog looking shoes and everything that they're wear they wear is intentional and it tells what area of Norway that they're from. But everyone was in their bunads and clothes and white. And then there was me. <laughs> and so I got up, you know, it was time to show my documentary. So I got up and I introduced myself. And for those of you that don't know, the Peace Queen documentary is about my trip to Norway. And so I showed the documentary, get up to talk about it. And I said to them, so we're talking about peace. We're talking about justice. And what that means is that as a collective, 
we're going to have to get to know each other. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. let me just recognize the elephant in the room. Me. Yeah. <laughs> have you all noticed? I might be the only black person in the building. What's up with this? How can What's there be up with this? Getting to know each other when you all that it is is each other. Yeah, yeah. each other. And so when I came in the in the building, I experienced the whole range of caucasity. Oh. From the the first of hi, can I help you? Surprise. Kind surprise. A kind surprise. Uh-huh. Hi. Um, you know, definitely looking at me as Confused. an other. Right. You oh, know, oh, like, for sure. okay, they don't look, this fish don't belong in right, this pond. Right, 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 right. And then you have the, you have that kind surprise, and then you have this, can I help you? Oh, uh, mm-hmm. You know, that mm-hmm. kind of negative. Yeah. Um, and then you have the confused surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. it's like, hi, I'm Karen, you know, and just looking at me. Waiting for you to Waiting for say, me to say yeah. something. And I'm just you like, are, and your major is, yes. <laughs> you know. So there's all these these ranges of whiteness that happen when when a a non-white person shows up in an entirely white environment. Isn't that something? It, and so what I said to them, long story short, you know, they were very nice and everything. But I said to them, friends, come on now. I said, look around here. I bet 20, 25 years ago, this place would be, like, totally full. You know, you had to be in a convention center because it was going to be packed out, coronavirus or not. And look at you now. A lot of old people in here. Mm -hmm. Where are your young people at? And have you ever thought about sharing your culture? Mm, That's it. Have you ever thought about your purpose is to share your culture? Versus holding it on to yourself. What you scared about? What you trying to preserve? Yes. What don't you want others to know? Why can't uh, you share? That you trying to hold on to this so tight and be exclusive. You know, the law of nature is just going to happen. You're going to die. Period. Mm -hmm. You're going to die. And so the bottom line and the mixed race people remind us every time when we have the people's gathering and the, the mixed race people in their room, two or more races, the box they check on the census form. They say, you know what? We are your worst nightmare. Mm. Our category of people, this made up category. We are your worst nightmare, two or more races, mixed race people, because what you're fighting for is this, quote, heritage and your purity Mm -hmm. and to keep your white whiteness and mixed race people remind you that that's not the case. That's not going to happen. That's that it's not happening. And And then I read a story uh, about the census. The census data is starting to come out now. And there was something like 20 million white people disappeared. (laughs) You know, (laughs) what do you mean they disappeared? Where did they go? 20 million white people gone. So there's 20 million less Less white white people people now. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I'm trying to say. Where'd they go? Okay, but see what happened was, um, and and I'm just I'm just beaming about this because I remember in the 1980s when I very first became the equal opportunity officer for the city of Tacoma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's when I, as a professional, I started reading things, and there was a, a book I believe it was called the Paradigm Shift, uh-huh. and it was projecting what was going to happen in the 2000s. 
Ah, okay, so this is okay. in the this was in the late '80s, but the paradigm shift was projecting. Did in. it say 20 million white people was going to disappear? It said that the white population was going to shrink oh. dramatically. It was the first thing that to say that the uh, Latin population was going to rise. Mm. I mean, they were starting to tell us this. Okay, and so now we're actually in living it. it. Okay, when you look at our immigration laws and policies and you see how much effort that we put into letting white people in, people that come from Russia and the Ukraine and other places where they keep others out and they keep people from Haiti and different countries of Africa that are going to check the black box or other non-white boxes. That's the immigration scam. Honey, the system is real. The system is rigged. But at the end of the day, let's bring it back together. America, all of us are immigrants. Yes. Except for our indigenous brothers and sisters yes. that were here before we got here. And 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 some of us came not immigrants. We're forced. Yep. Forced Let us not immigrants. That. We 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 didn't ask to come here. So but at the end of the day, that's what America is. Mm-hmm. But what America has become is this narrative of whiteness mm-hmm. and the amount of, of effort to preserve this white system. This time that we're living in is the moment of truth. The system is crumbling. We may not live, you know, like Martin Luther King said, I may not get there to the mountaintop, to the mountaintop with you. Child, but you better believe I'm going to get to the bluff. I'm going to get, yeah. And Jaylene, you've got to just take enough. us over, right? Yeah, and so it's like, what are you telling your kids? Yes. What are your kids being able to observe with this vaccine? Are you talking to a child? Jaylene, was you first in line when... <laughs> yeah, once they said... When they said we, that her age When they said her age yep. group. Mm-hmm. I remember because mommy, mommy took... Didn't uh, Nana take you? Yeah. Because uh, uh, Nana called and I said, she said, what you doing? I said, I'm still working. She goes, yeah, we just got done. Jaylene just got done getting her vaccine. I'm Home like, girl was, wait a minute. I, I was on top of it. I, they had just announced it Earlier that day or the day before? Home girl slept over. Oh, you go, girl. <laughs> you good job. Yes, we have to get in our kids' heads. And that's why when we talk about what can I do? What can I do? You know, this whole anti-racist movement. And let us, uh, again, be clear. This show is about pursuing an anti-racist community. Absolutely. And right now we're talking about the virus. So I want to say... Um, I know we kind of have to wrap this up. couple points I want to make. One, look, you can write yourself to death, okay? Mm-hmm. So for you, those of y'all out there who are so busy trying to exercise your right not to do this and being mad because of the um, privileges that you lose because, hey, you don't feel like you should be having to get this vaccine, hey, just sit back and think. Do you want to write yourself to death? Is that if that's your goal, then you go go do you. We will invite you to be part of the collective, part of the collective, and exercise your right to do right by others, not just yourself. And then I want I don't want us to leave Mel because I you know how we always uh, say something about um, Bruce Dahmeyer, our Pierce County executive. Bruce. Okay, so Bruce, look, um, I haven't heard anything about him lately. So, Bruce, we're just going to do our regular thing and say you're still invited to 
come on the show and talk about whether you're not whether you're anti-racist or not. Mm-hmm. But girl. What girl? Ed. What girl? Girl. What happened to Ed? Child, you ain't had Girl. Did, are you updated? Update, update on Ed, update. Julia? Did he resign? No, girl. Girl. Well, then I don't okay, want to hear listen. about it. No, 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 no. No, I want you to leave with a laugh. Okay. Okay. So, um, for those of you who are I not in the... got t- so much head space. Girl, and you got to know. This going to make you laugh. Okay. Because I'm getting ready to... This has got to be the the... Biggest display of caucasity and unaccountability well, in the been whole doing that. girl. No, he don't went to another extreme. So, okay. listeners, anyway, Ed Troyer is our Pierce County Sheriff, and very quickly he made uh, most egregious, egregious racial profiling drama back in January. And anyway, he's still our sheriff, and we want him to resign. Mm-hmm. Girl, what? don't you know, as recently as last week, Ed had the odd cop cockadacity. I'm going to make that up. Cockadacity. Girl, he asked, he asked the Pierce County Council to cover his legal fees. <gasps> Did they laugh? Tell me that they just I didn't they, they died without emotion. I didn't personally see anybody laugh, but they did deny his request. But can you believe, girl? Did he appeared before girl, them? I don't know. I just I read I read about it. Okay, Th- that, I ain't seen no video, but it's that, true. Doug, did you hear is... about that? <laughs> 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 let me let me see if I can no, get a word. Real. Did you hear about that, Doug? <laughs> I did. That, I did hear about that. Uh, that is a, let me see it. Let me see if I. Cockadacity. No, I was going to say cockalicious-acity. Cockalicious-acity. cockalicious We got to make up a new word Come for on, Ed. Ed. Now, we just put Ed's face by cockacity in the um, urban cock-acity dictionary. equals Ed. Yeah. Ed's face. Cockacity yeah, Ed. equals Ed Troyer. Oh, sweetie pie. What? Boo-boo. In the holy heaven's name Mill. was Ed thinking Mill. other Ed. than I am the supreme white man and you must cover my you legal will. fees. You will cover my legal he, fees. He also said he, he works 24-7, which means every time he goes to a bar, which is pretty frequently, <laughs> he's drunk on the job. He works 24-7? <laughs> oh, I'm sure he's got to work. Well, when you're not, when you well, are that's, that caucastic, it, it's in your blood. Well, it's that's, running through your blood 24-7. That's, so he was working when he Girl. accosted Cedric, Cedric Alzheimer, mm-hmm. which means then that Cedric is entitled to whatever well, Cedric did, and, Cedric, and Cedric filed what five million dollar lawsuit. Yeah, Cedric is Ed, come on, on now, top Ed, of it. But Ed. taxpayers, that's us. Yeah, let us not forget. As much as we're rooting for Cedric to have justice, we are paying for Ed. the incompetencies of our elected and we officials. Still paying Ed. We still paying Ed. We still paying Ed. Still got a job. Ed still I got a job. Ed, okay, so I'm gonna take this just a little bit right. I wonder if Ed got the shot. I want to take you higher. <laughs> you think he got the shot? I don't think he got I don't think he got the vaccine. Girl, let me tell you something. I'm going to go He's back so caucastic. To... He probably out there spreading the vaccine on purpose. I'm going... That's what he's doing 24/7. Listen. I'm am... going around coughing on Pierce County people. I am going to go color. back to Okay. our last episode whatever we did with Gone with the Wind. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Frankly, Frankly my, my dear, dear I don't, I don't give, give a, a damn. damn. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. Drop the mic. Boom. Thank you for listening to What Say You. 
If you have conversation ideas or want to follow up on what you heard, please contact Melanie by email at melanie at missmelanie.com. M-E-L-A-N-N-I-E at M-I-S-S-M-E-L-A-N-N-I-E dot com. Channel 253 is a member-supported podcast network. I'm producer Doug Mackey, and I'm asking you to become a member and show your support. Go to channel253.com slash membership to join. Thank you. The What Say You podcast is part of the Channel 253 network. Check out our other shows, Nerd Farmer, Interchangeable White Ladies, Citizen Tacoma, Crossing Division, Flounder's B-Team, and We Art Tacoma. This is Channel 253.